0: See,
1: and we're live.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to live reality games. And we are back covering the finale of Survivor Angelica. My name is Parker, and as always, is my co-host Nathan. Nathan, how you doing? I am fantastic. We had a really fun finale. I thought we did. This felt very old school Survivor in this finale. I loved it. There was tension. There was highs. There was lows. I'm really excited that we get to break it down here, but. Joining us, we have an excellent panel to talk with us, uh, breaking everything down that we watched in the episode. Uh, joining us once again for the podcast, she had a great run this season. Unfortunately, fell just short, but great game nonetheless. We have Ashley. Ashley, how you doing?
2: I'm good. I I figure you know three immunity wins, three times on the pod. It's just yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it does. Yeah. And joining us for the first time on our podcast this season, but couldn't have come at a better time. We have the winner, ladies and gentlemen, of Survivor Angelica 2022. (laughs) We got Christina. Christina, what's going on, champ?
3: Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us.
0: Yes, this was, Nathan, like you said, a very fun episode. I'm excited to break it all down here. Uh, but first, we always like to start whenever we have a guest on the podcast. Just ask them, you know, what is their background with Angelica? How they find out about it? Christina, what what what's your background with Survivor Angelica before the season? How did you find out about it?
3: Oh man, so it's kind of um, I guess it's kind of hard to say without going all the way back. So I the first game I played was Survivor Buffalo. I've played four, so Angelica was my fourth. Um, so Buffalo was my first, and um, Oh, wait, actually, that's exactly how I found out. So Sarah, the showrunner of Buffalo. So she sent out an email at one point. I think it was actually um, 2019 going into 2020. She sent an email like, hey, they're looking for, of course, more women and like more like older women. So I was like, "Okay, I guess I fit that. So so I applied. And I think I was actually if I remember correctly, I think I was going to be on like an earlier season, but I couldn't for whatever reason. So then I ended up on this one.
0: Okay. No, that, 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 that's funny that it all ties back because uh, I know Sarah played last season uh, right, that we yeah. got to talk about and now you're on this one. So you both got to be on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Nathan, I got to say, starting off the episode, I really enjoyed this editing style. I can't recall if they did last season, but I liked how we cut, you know, we see everybody gather their stuff, leave the cabin, head to the challenge and in between we cut like to their confessionals you know it's them walking to the challenge and then we get to see them do their confessionals one at a time did you notice that nathan i thought that was a really cool editing choice there
1: yeah it was a cool little montage we were able to see throughout all of this it was uh i thought i think by this point i think angelica was hitting their stride i think last episode in this episode where knowing where everyone's heads are at and who everyone is and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. There was no stones left unturned. We get to hear from everybody. It's always fun to see, you know, what their next moves are. And uh, Ashley, unfortunately <laughs> we hear from the other three. It seems like all of them have their guns pointed at you, which I, I'm sure you were not surprised at this point in the game that that was the case.
2: No, not at all. Um, I mean, there's a clip of me winning that third immunity. And I I, I shake Jason's hand, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. And I, I literally cut through with my hands on my head. And I just kept thinking to myself, oh no, like it, now it's over because at this point there's no talking to any of them and to keep considering keeping me. So it was just, yeah, at that point I knew I was, I was in hot water.
1: Ashley, when you were going into the game, uh, was your plan to be a challenge beast and just uh, beast your way to the end?
2: <laughs> uh, no, I will say I knew going in I was very much a puzzle person, and I because that's like famous last words on Survivor, so I really tried to sort of keep that close to the chest. But we didn't really have a lot of puzzles until we got into the merge, um, which worked well, obviously, but uh, definitely I I didn't want to throw. The last one, but I wasn't trying to win. I was like, you know, I think I think I'm okay. So someone else could win and then I I accidentally won. So (laughs) oops.
0: (laughs) It happens, you know. You're just even when you're trying to throw, you just win. I mean that that's just what a beast does. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Dan during this segment who was talking about they weren't sure whether this was gonna be a final four or, or final four, final three, final two. What, was, what were y'all thinking? What was your hypothesis going into this challenge of would this be final immunity? What, what were you thinking?
3: I guess I was kind of the same way. Like I um, hadn't watched a lot of Angelica so I didn't really know, um, but from my understanding they like switch it up sometimes. So I don't know, like I feel like just like the host that Jason is, like he kind of wants to keep us on our toes. So I wouldn't have been surprised if it would have been different than last season anyway. Um, So, yeah, I think that was just kind of also at that point in the game. Like, I think Ashley will agree, like, we were all just okay with whatever was going to happen. We were fried and we were just like, (laughs) final three, final two. Okay, cool. Let's just do it. (laughs) So, yeah, I was kind of okay with whatever.
2: We sat waiting before they finally came and got us to grab our stuff. We sat at the cabin, just the four of us for what felt like hours. It could have been, you know, 30 minutes, but (laughs) I guess I had a a raging headache. The water, the well water was just not, I was was in it. I was not doing well. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what, if if, at this point, like, let's just go, let's get up that hill. What happens, happens. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with any outcome at this point. Just let me have a Pepsi. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. No, same. I had actually. So when we first got to the cabins, like very first when the game started, um, there was like a pack of crackers for each of us. And I had saved a few. I was thinking, if I get to final tribal, I'm going to want a few crackers before I talk so that I can have like, you know, a little like sugar carb in the brain, whatever. And I just wanted to get to that challenge. so I could get to my crackers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we just brushed over the fact that ashley's a pepsi person
2: okay to be fair i'm i'm not and this is a big point of contention amongst me and my friends but i'm a coke person and but they had pepsi. Okay. it was a pepsi product non-sponsored event um but i had mentioned at the merge that i was like oh my god i'm just the sugar i haven't had coffee i'm just killing for a soda I'm like okay pepsi's cool and then when i got my after my final Uh, confessional my farewell Uh, Justin walked up to me holding a Pepsi because he knew that that was just like (laughs) what I needed in that moment and I literally almost heard a crank so it was it was a magical Pepsi
1: Okay, Parker, don't kick her from the broadcast anymore. She's good to go.
0: Uh, I, mean, I, had my, had, I had it ready to go, but I'm, I'm glad she clarified.
1: <laughs> I am a huge caffeine addict, so whenever I've done any live game, that's one of the first things I get afterwards is a big bottle of caffeinated uh, soda, and oh my gosh, it's oh, such yeah. a high... Yeah.
2: I was, I was asking the crew if I could smell their coffee. That didn't make the edit. I know we're getting a bonus episode coming with, like, the silliness, but I definitely asked multiple times if I could just sniff their coffee. So we have a problem, I think.
0: Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you should see uh, Nathan and I have actually, for fun, done a soda tier list. And uh, <laughs> any Pepsi fans would not be happy with uh, where we have it <laughs> in the tier list. So <laughs> I think that's totally we won't go reasonable. to that here. Uh, <laughs> Christina one thing that i thought was very interesting during uh mark's confessional in the early in the episode was he talked about how obviously uh, in his mind ashley would be the first target but he also briefly mentioned how he thought you were just as big of a threat, if not more and uh, how you met, if she may, she wins, you could be in trouble. Was that something you were aware of that the perception of Mark and maybe even Dan had that you could have been in trouble at actually one here, or, or were you not familiar with that perception?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think um, honestly, I think, I mean, like threat management is paramount. Like you have to be able to manage your threat level. Um, but I did go, into that game, knowing that there were people there that knew that I had won one before. So, and and Dave actually told me, I think this was in the edit, but Dave told me that Alyssa had kind of shared with other people that I had won before. Um, so yeah, so I kind of figured like, you know, they, they probably don't, don't want me there um, if possible. Um, but also I think it's, you know, too, I think I appreciate that Mark kind of like saw that. I think that um, sometimes threat management can be easier for certain people because it is easier to um, underestimate certain people, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, maybe he was kind of like seeing seeing what was happening. Also, I think me, me and Mark played like quite similar games. So he was probably like a bit attuned to that.
0: Nathan, we get to the challenge and Jason is going to tell us what's going to happen. And in fact, we're doing the final four fire making twist. Uh, The winner of the challenge is going to take somebody to final trial with them. The other two are going to make fire. Nathan, we've seen this long enough in Survivor. I mean, this is what the standard uh, format of the CBS show is. How would you feel about this twist inclusion this time around?
1: Okay, this is actually something that I'm not sure where people's headspace is at with. I don't hate the Final Four fire-making format necessarily in a vacuum. I think it combined with the Final Three makes it more questionable. But I think Mm -hmm. if you did Final Four fire-making and then had it be a Final Two, I don't have that big of an issue with it. I mean, what do you think?
0: It's interesting. I mean, I couldn't even... You're right. We haven't seen it, uh, go into a final two with it. You know, I'd assume in that instance, it'd be a normal final three round afterwards. So that, that would add something to it. I, that would definitely catch them off guard. I don't hate it either. I mean, I, I've, I've gone on record saying I don't hate it. I I think there's issues with it, like in theory, but I don't think it's a bad inclusion at all. I, I was happy to see it here. I thought it made things a little more interesting from a viewer standpoint when it could have been fairly, fairly straightforward. Uh, But uh, Ashley, I'm I'm sure from your perspective, when you heard that, you're like, oh, well, it's not exactly do or die. At least I have somewhat of a chance.
2: Oh, no, I absolutely knew I was done. Um, (laughs) And I kept telling Christina, I was like, listen, girl, like I have never touched anything besides a lighter. Like matches is like the closest I've come to it. So if you've done this, if you've made it once, you, it's all you. And she was being so sweet. You know, she's like, well, maybe it's a puzzle of like, a, it's like a fire puzzle. I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> like, you're not going to let me get away with Which that. would have
3: like, won, 100%.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was like, don't, don't, no, it's okay. I know my time has come and gone. And man, that, that was hilarious.
0: Christina, for you as somebody who was in the majority at that point, you hear that, oh, no, there's more to it. It's not a straightforward challenge and then vote off. Is that... Does that make you concerned if you're in the majority when you hear that, or what what do you what do you feel when you hear about that
3: i guess so I guess um it's interesting too, so it's you know just to like be authentic, like my headspace for Angelica was different than what i the headspace I have when like I watch Survivor, so I think that yes, thinking of it um in like strategic terms like for a majority member, um, it's not always a very good thing because you've worked hard to stay in the majority. Like you've kind of like earned that if you will. And then fire can kind of throw a wrench in that. Um, However, I think in the live games, I think it's a lot of fun because I think it does add kind of like that element of like drama, but also like, um, I don't know like authenticity of the show and like the, the whole like survival element that we don't really get in LRGs quite as much. So it's kind of, and also I think it's just fun. Like, you know, me and Ashley are both city girls. I live in Philly. She lives in New York. Like, when are we ever going to make fire? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's kind of fun just to have an opportunity to like do that kind of thing, I guess. So, so I kind of, I guess to answer your question, kind of like have two mindsets about it.
0: And, and Nathan, we talked about this earlier on in the season when the battle back happened. It, and, you know, these aren't the same thing, but, you know, we talked about how, In a live game, a bow back might be good because, you know, these people are paying for an experience, taking off work, traveling. You know, they leave early and then, oh, they still have a shot to come back. You know, it's the same thing, in a sense, with this fire making. You can give somebody on the outs another shot who paid money for this experience kind of thing. I
1: also, I do think there is some merit to it in the specific context of an LRG because, I mean, we saw it this season... Uh, and we especially saw it the last season of Angelica where people know each other beforehand Rest. and it makes it a lot more difficult to get to the end specifically with someone, you know, once you add in the fire making.
0: Right. That's a good point as well. You, there, There's a lot of aspects that I think separate it from an LRG versus the CBS version. I think there's some merit to doing it in then LRG, but Nathan, we, we get to this challenge, and talk us through this, Nathan, because this was quite a fun one, I must say. I thought this was a great challenge to cap off the season with.
1: Um, so Jason's eight-year-old son did not do this challenge, <laughs> so we don't have any dream team for this one. No. Uh, but basically, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, so basically the idea is you have a bunch of like blocks that you carry using uh, two handles, yeah. Uh, by connecting them together then you bring them and set them up like dominoes and then you do a phoenix puzzle. I- I- did I get that all right? Mm-hmm. It's a slide puzzle yeah. like the phoenix
3: puzzle was slide
0: Oh, uh, Tori would have crushed it Well, <laughs> this was uh, <laughs> I gotta say, Nathan, I would I've always thought about, you know, you see the dominoes challenge sometimes on the real show and you wonder, oh, would I be good at that? I know I wouldn't be Uh, But uh, I'm curious uh, from Christina and Ashley's perspective, did y'all have any specific strategy uh, when you approached this challenge?
3: Well, I knew that um, I was going to fail miserably at the puzzle, Um, (laughs) but I did think that I'd probably do all right at the first part. So I was like, let me just have fun with that. Um, But I so I did notice that, like, I was in the lead putting up the blocks and I thought um, Mark was like close behind me. Um, so I figured like let me just let him try first to like, you know, do the domino to see if like how mine stack up against his to like know if I would be like wasting time or not. So that was kind of like my my only like strategy um in that aspect of the challenge. And then yeah, I was look, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I was just like, somebody please finish this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be me. Like <laughs> so I was just stupid now yeah. when someone put us out of our misery. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's funny, because I was the exact opposite. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw how far we had to run. And I was like, Oh, good. Um, I am not a physical threat, which is ironic, considering my wins, but I really am the puzzle. So I knew I was like, Alright, so I know that my competition will probably marked on that puzzle. So I, I can kind of take my time, I don't have to like, stress about getting there too quickly. I know I can I can breathe and not, and hope my legs don't give out before I get up to that puzzle and I'll be able to sort of catch up, but man, yeah, we were, we were like, the edit was long and we were, we were there for a while again, mm-hmm. just hot, we're tired. And it's just like, at this point, we're like, again, we're sort of like, whatever happens, like at this point, can someone please just get it done so we can go sit in the shade? Cause it was hot.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And also those slide puzzles are so deceptive, man. Like (laughs) I, uh, I think there, there's like one, I hadn't, I didn't remember this until I like watched the episode, but there was one part where I had the bottom two rows completed correctly upside down on the top. It's like, how did that even happen? (laughs) I don't even think that was on purpose. I think that was just like by chance. I don't look, I don't know. That, that, yeah, I
2: think I I like solved it in one minute, and there was one piece I just couldn't get, oh, and so hmm. I just stood and I was like, are you like every time I moved, I was like, are you joking me? My dad calls me the other day after the episode, and he's like, oh, if you had moved it the other way, you would have gotten it. I was like screaming at the TV. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> well, so you know, Jason's son didn't solve it, but my dad did. So he didn't yeah,
0: job, yeah. But, I was- yeah. Right. (laughs) I was about to say, I was very disappointed we didn't get an update in the episode on how Jason's son uh, did it because I'm sure he (laughs) did it in probably 30 seconds (laughs)
1: probably, yeah I'm curious these people who are like whizzes at slide puzzles do they have to train at different like dimensions with slide puzzles? like is a 5 by 5 slide puzzle totally different than a 3 by 3 I'm just confused how anyone could possibly do this I guess I'm just really so. bad at puzzles.
3: <laughs> no, I'm right there with you, Nathan. I would think so, though, because I did. I think I said it in one one confessional. I do have, like, a little slide puzzle game on my phone that I practiced for my first LRG and then never opened again ever. But it yes. is different because, like, if you try with, like, fi- you know, like, five by five or whatever, it's going to be way different than, like, ten yeah. by ten if those are the dimensions. Like, also, if they're numbered... which which like on the little like app games and stuff, oftentimes they have like a little number in the corner. Um, And obviously like, you know, Angelica doesn't number them. So, so that makes it different too.
0: Well, that, that's my thought is, you know, I, you know, and any puzzle experts that are watching this are screaming right now. But like, to me, I'm like, I think that the no if it's numbered, and you're or, and the ones where you're trying to make a visual without numbers, to me, those are different. But I'm sure an expert would tell me, no, they're the exact same. So I, what what do I know? I, my brain just doesn't, I'm not good at puzzles. So all of this to me is, is, uh, is hogwash. <laughs>
3: same as you saw same
1: (laughs) another another like weird thing about slide puzzles is sometimes slide puzzles look like they're solvable when they actually aren't the first live game i played our team had such a massive lead and midway through the challenge like the other team was still on the first phase of the challenge and we're on we've been at the slide puzzle for like 20 minutes and production's like, oh crap, it's impossible yeah. to solve. Yeah, So they just move like two pieces. And that happened in my <laughs> season.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you surprisingly just... easy to make it impossible. Right, and obviously Angelica didn't do that, but like, because you can't just put the pl- the pieces in any which way because it actually could be unsolvable, surprisingly enough. It has to be a certain... Uh... Well, not there's multiple ways it can be, but like you can't just throw them on there and call it a day. It has to be a certain way. And that, that, that's what happened. We had to we had to stop the challenge. And then they had to get out that, the, the phone and figure out what's the right combination, send us back, bring us back in, and, oh, it, and then do it again. It, it was a hot mess. Yeah. But luckily Angelica did not have that issue. Um, and Mark, he's going to come out and he's going to win his first individual immunity. Couldn't have come at a better time uh i I was i was happy for mark here i I, you could tell how much he wanted but uh, unfortunately not great for you ashley no
2: but i mean at the end of the day we because we had we spent what felt like hours together and that was his biggest thing was just really wanting to win one uh so my immediate reaction was like oh thank god it's over um also (laughs) oh my god he won and then it was Oh no! Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we're done. And you know, I was ready to—I was ready to drink a Pepsi. So,
0: <laughs> Christina, we in didn't get to see it. Go ahead, Nathan.
1: Uh, in confessionals, you were speaking about how you were surprised you made it that far. What were your expectations? Go, expectations going into the game?
2: I really wanted to make the merge, but I didn't know if I would um mostly because I knew that it was my first time and by the time we sort of got situated I knew that quite a few people had played either together or played games before um and because as was pretty clear throughout the whole season I there was definitely people gunning for me at almost every tribal so every, I was just like oh wow okay like survived that one all right and then the next time it was like all right like this is it and like i think i told you last time i was here just constantly pulling people like is it me you can tell me like i don't have an like don't blindside me just let me know if it's me because i just i really thought so every time i didn't go it was like oh all right
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we we didn't get to see uh in the episode a conversation take place between mark and dan or uh Mark and. You, Christina, Uh, I'm assuming that Mark was was as straight up with you about what's about to happen as he was with Ashley.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, honestly, me and Ashley both knew that it was one of us leaving at that round like that. That was clear. So we kind of knew that was happening. Um, And Mark was, you know, look, I mean, he was as upfront as he could have been about it. He was like it. Look, I, I have to put you guys. In, I feel like I have the best shot against Dan and I don't know about either, you know, same, probably both of, he would have had equal shot against both of us. Um, so that's kind of where his head was at, but yeah, it was super, again, we had spent so much time with each other at that point. Like um, he was just very straight up about it.
0: I am very curious for the, both of you and uh, some players, this is their least favorite game. Some players don't mind either way, but I would like to play a quick game of what if <laughs> now, if both, if, Either of you had won the Final Four immunity challenge. You're going to the end. You got to take someone with you. I'm I'm, I'm just curious. Who uh, would uh, y'all take if you had won the Final Four immunity?
3: Well, I think I would have kept it the same as it was. Okay. Um, So, but I don't know. I don't know if I would have put myself in for fire or not. I think that strategically it would have been the best move. Um, because obviously like, you know, it's a little flashy. It's just me and me and Mark played such similar games. It's a little something to set someone aside. Um, but I don't know if I would have felt like doing it to be <laughs> honest. Like if, <laughs> like if it was my choice, I probably would have had someone else do it. Um, I probably would have put up, uh, Mark and Ashley to make fire together.
0: Ashley, what about you?
2: Yeah. It's so interesting. Cause, uh, and we, we'll probably get into this but like christina and i were really like, trying to like get the other one out for several rounds um so i definitely wouldn't have taken christina um and like it's so interesting now sort of watching it back because i really think that dan didn't uh own as much uh in that sort of like final um lineup he just he has, you know, we we're watching these confessionals. We we're like, well, I'm keeping this person because, like, they're going to be the one that they're going to go after. So I think he played a much more strategic game than he let on. Um, so at the time, I would have picked Dan as well because it just sort of felt like he was just kind of, like, hanging out. But watching back, it's I do see the, like, strategy involved in his game. So I would have taken Dan. I just don't know if that would have ended up being the right choice.
3: I also want to say, like to touch on that too. Like, um, Dan was, had like a lot of social chops as well. That was, um, like one of the connections that, um, that I had, that was pretty strong. That wasn't shown either. Like, um, me and Dan had a couple of like really good conversations, like pretty late at night. Um, like when everyone else was sleeping, like outside, like he was having a hard time sleeping. Like he, he was outside a lot. I would get up and like, we would have like really good chats and i i saw him like doing that with other maybe not at night but like doing that with other people as well so i think he also just you know i think there are a couple of like um under the radar folks and and yeah i think dan was one of those
0: well we do get to the tribal fairly straightforward uh, mark's gonna take dan and we're gonna get to christina versus ashley in the fire making and nathan first i gotta say i thought that i know they said that they've used uh these fire making stations before but i still i want to give it a shot i thought they were really professionally like really well done like i I could see that on the real show wouldn't you agree oh
1: 100 i i was actually i was refreshed by you kind of mentioned it earlier how little uh, i think a lot of it came down to just mark being very straightforward with his decision making But even the way this was just presented, it's like okay, everyone knows what Mark's doing to get to the challenge kind of thing. Whereas I feel like a lot of these um, network shows, they would have drugged this out forever when everyone already knows what's going to happen here. Oh yeah,
0: I mean if Jeff, if Jeff is there, not Jason, you know he's gonna make Dan. Ashley, Christina make a pitch again, even though all three of them know it doesn't matter. Mark already knows what he's going to do. We would drag this out for 10 minutes. So <laughs> I appreciate Jason just getting to the point here. It, it gave me vibes of last season, Nathan, when we just cut to <laughs> Brett getting voted out. <laughs> that's it. And we're just getting on with the show. Uh, not that straightforward, but that uh, that's what it reminds me of. And I appreciate that Angelica does that. And that's what a lot of these network shows could really stand to do. It's like, all right. We know what's going to happen here, um, but so I, I know, uh, Christina Ashley. Neither of y'all were too confident, you know, weren't too experienced either way. But when you were actually in the moment doing it, what, what was your approach when it came to like striking the flan and all that sort of stuff?
3: Do you want to go first on that one, Ashley?
2: <laughs> um, strategy didn't have one. Um, tried reading that little thing which was not helpful um at that point it was just kind of like you know if we if we keep this going long enough like we're gonna get kicked out of the facility so maybe they'll give us matches um because it was we like talking to each other at
3: that point
2: <laughs> yeah we were like i'm like anything no be real sure okay like it just was it was the lo- I mean we it, I keep saying it felt like we were there for a month I mean that was the I think the longest anything has felt was sitting with that little thing and just seeing a little bit of smoke and be like oh my god I did it kind of and then uh yeah absolutely no I didn't so and Jason and so nice oh Ashley look, she looks like she's got some flame over there and I'm like no no I don't but okay I'll take it you can tell everyone that that's fine
3: also, yeah, so did you I can't remember if it was in the episode, but did they show like that Jason gave us like the little kit that with like instructions?
0: I think they did. Yeah, he he also said, you know, he's got okay. a little card that can give an idea. He's like, "You can burn yeah, it. Yeah. You can read it. I don't care what you do with it."
3: <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because it's like, you know, your adrenaline is like so high in this moment and you're supposed to like sit down and read a card with like detailed instructions. It's like oh, okay, let me try to do that. So um and it also came with like this little bag of like what looked like sawdust. So yeah, yeah. and I had practiced. I so I played um Survival Challenge the year before and so I practiced fire for that um because that's like a you know, sleep outside in the wilderness kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So I figured, you know, probably let me let me try to make a fire. So I have done it before. It's been a long time. Um, So I kind of knew, like, you know, scrape the magnesium, just like kind of flick the flint, whatever. Um, So I got like a little flame a couple of times. There's this little bag of sawdust. I just figured it's an accelerant. Right. Because why would you put it in there? Um, And I got this little bit of flame and I dumped the whole bag on like an idiot and just put out my entire flame. So it could have been over sooner than it was, but uh I had so I had to kind of like restart um and, and try again there. But but yeah, the whole time I was I think we were like talking to each other, we were like, so so when do you think they'll give us matches? I know I was like cursing to myself under my breath. So it was uh yeah, it was it was intense. It was fun though.
0: I have to yeah, say, we were having a
2: great time, just no fire, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> Good time. yeah. yeah. I, I have to say, and not that either of you are looking for, you know, anybody to say, oh, it wasn't that bad, but I will admit, I've seen a lot worse, like even in live and especially on the show. Like, this wasn't what are their names, Sundra and Becky from that one Don't season. Of Sp- this wasn't that, yes. <laughs> I
2: know. And I was they thinking, can't let us go on for hours, like, they're gonna <laughs> have to give us matches at some point, <laughs> right?
0: Right, right.
3: Right. And it was, you know, too, like I I, of course, I have to bring it up. I'm like so mortified that I just like ripped my freaking shirt off. Like what? Who do I think I am? Like <laughs> I
2: will. The second, well, I have I to the, play. the, the play. Yeah. Second, Wait, you the second second <laughs> to I like I don't right, know, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm just gonna sit here and like tap some sticks together and look like I'm doing something while we have Superwoman over here oh my god yeah, that's what i, I knew it was really game over it's but, I mean, like like
0: you said christina it's the in in a moment if you thought about for maybe five more seconds is this a very logical decision to make maybe not but, you know you're trying to block the win you're trying to keep it the flame from going all correct because your your flame for a while it was good it just kept going all over the place i remember jason oh, yeah. he actually has to count down he's like well even if it doesn't cut in this in five seconds we're gonna count it anyway so it it, it went on for a while so you held a good flame it just was kind of all over the place
3: yeah i mean it was the right decision. like taking the shirt off was the right decision as far as fire making goes um for a uh, almost 40 year old woman uh to put a video on youtube i don't know that it was the right decision (laughs) but it's okay it's cool it's fine it's there
2: it worked
0: (laughs) it worked Nathan, not since, uh, Steve last season, have we seen such a great fire making challenge?
1: No, no, not at all,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but we do, I had to get, we haven't referenced Steve once this season, so we had to reference it this time. Uh, so we do get, uh, Christina, like you said, you make the fire. Congratulations. You get to make the final tribal. Ashley, very unfortunate ends end your run here. And I know I said at the top of the episode, I thought you played a great game. And Uh, You were a lot of fun to watch. And honestly, you you alluded to it earlier. You know, you're a fan of the show. First time playing the game. You basically, again, apart from going to the end, got to do more than most people get to do on a first try. So what what was that feeling like when it was all said and done? And you're like, wow, I checked off basically everything on the bucket list a fan could do.
2: It was funny because actually in the sort of when we were in limbo, Dan, because we all just were like, oh, like, you know, the game is essentially over at this point. It's kind of where things fall, but uh, I was like, Oh, like, let's be really honest with each other. Like, what do you guys actually do for a living? Like, you know, like the facade sort of fell away. And I remember Dan going, Okay, so like where have you played before? And I said, Oh, I haven't. He's like, like, come on, we're not we're not <laughs> shitting each other anymore. Like, where where have you played before? And I said, Oh, I ha- I really haven't. Um, so that was kind of cool. That it was like the assumption that I had. Um, I will say the second I lost that challenge, like, and like the adrenaline sort of was able to sort of come off. I was emotionally all over the place. I was like, put these sunglasses on in case we have a little bit of a meltdown. Um, It was crazy just how, how high you, I realized I was for the entire 48 hours and then to like be able to come off of it. And then immediately it was like, all right, now we're going to move on. And I was like, I don't have a question. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know what's happening anymore. My brain has actually stopped working. Um, so that I think was the, the like sort of physical mental thing was very weird, very crazy for me. Um, but it was an absolute blast. Everyone was delightful. Um, and I had so, so much fun and I talk about it all the time, like a crazy person and i'm telling all my friends you know they should try it i'm like i know it sounds crazy pay to go into the middle of the woods by yourself with strangers and like no food i know but it was truly just so 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 much fun
0: and that that you bring up something that uh, i don't think most people fully understand until they've done it themselves especially if it's like a day or two more is that you just get the adrenaline keeps going and you're just in it, in it, in it. You know, this is all that your mind can think about. Got to make this move, talk to this person. Then when it's over, it's like, wow, you, it's such a weird mindset that I can't even describe to people. You know, you get over it eventually, but like when it's officially done, it's like, wow. So I'm, I'm glad you touched on, upon that. Cause I can't, that's one of the things I can't describe to my friends who ask me about it. I'm like, I, <laughs> you just got to do it yourself, man. I don't know what to tell you. The adrenaline just wears off and it's like, that and you just don't know what to do with yourself you got to readjust back into regular life
2: yeah it's, it's, it's your just whole like got reality out of- such a time period and you're, you're isolated right you don't have your friends your family right and that was only for two three days and mark the lovely mark uh gave me a ride back to um the hotel i was at to go home and the whole ride home we were just like Oh, my God. And then when this happened, like, oh, my God, what if this (laughs) happened inside? And our brains, like, we just couldn't turn them off. Um, And so it's just, you are just so in it. And it was, it's just such a crazy thing to come off of.
1: It feels like you're leaving Jurassic Park when you get in a vehicle after one of these games. You're just see a supermarket. It feels surreal. Everything, the time feels like it's moving a lot slower than it did while you were playing the game. It's just all very, very very cool. Though.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, well, we do have our final three. And we are going to get ready for Final Tribal. And, you know, I, I'm endlessly fascinated with the game, but especially Final Tribal. I think there's so many interesting facets with the jury and how you answer questions. Christina, I'm very curious, just going into the vote, you know, you look at the landscape of who's on the jury. Can you walk us through who were some of the people that you're like, OK, I think I have a good chance of getting their vote. It's not 100 percent, but I think I could get And Who were some of the jury members you're like? Uh, that might be trickier. They may be on the bubble.
3: Yeah, um, I was hoping to get Justin's because um, I mean, we—I guess we were seen as a pair in the game, which was so interesting because it didn't feel like that to me in the game. Um, we did work closely, um, and we did—we did have a final—a final three deal, but um, I. like so often in the game, wasn't sure where his head was. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't do a lot of uh, reassuring or I think he was trying to just make sure that people didn't think that we were a pair, Mm. but um, maybe to the detriment of me feeling comfortable in our relationship, because when it, when that vote did come up, when he, his name was on the block, I did look to my left and there was Ashley and Mark. And I said on this revote, I think we need to vote Justin. And, so, <laughs> and I hope that he would respect that, number one. Um, but also just like knowing that he's like a seasoned player, it meant a lot to me to get his vote. So that was one I was hoping to have um, Ayla. Good gosh. Ayla is like... Um, such a fierce player like she she could have torn me apart if she wanted to she could have built me up if she wanted to do you know what i mean like yeah she um she could have gone either way um so i knew it was going to be either really good or really bad with her um andrew i yeah i didn't feel like i had that one i actually thought i might have Tori's uh because i think that um i know that obviously tori and dan were close right like we saw that um but me and tori were also really close um, not, I don't think he looked at me as a strategic partner, but I think he very much looked at me as a vote he thought he always had. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. which is a good, good place to be with someone. Um, so I thought there was a possibility that I could, I could get his vote. Um, Sarah did really. I don't. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to have that one coming in. Um, so yeah, was that everybody?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that was about oh, yeah. everybody. I thought I
3: would have athletes. Yeah. <laughs> we talked we talk a lot right there at the end. And I I told her, I, like, you know, either whichever one of us go out at, at four, that's like the big threat spot, in my opinion. So, you know, whoever goes out at that one, that's the person that would probably win if they could make it to the end. Um, so I think we both kind of would have voted for each other in that. I think you voted
2: for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. I know. 100% I did. I, I remember distinctly trying to pitch you. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, don't take her at the end. Like, she's made <laughs> big moves against her alliances. But the people she made the moves against are the people who would respect the move. Um, I said she was tight with the girls for such a long time. I was like, she's got that jury padded. What are you doing? <laughs> um, obviously, it didn't work. Um, but it just, yeah, 100% was I was like and that's why I was trying to think of a question I'm like everyone's kind of already asked anything I would ask I we've literally just spent the last like couple of hours just talking with each other um and I already knew who I was voting for at that point so I was kind of like good game let's go
3: yeah yeah it's funny I uh I know we're not quite there yet but when like when the questions were over, when the name was read, like when I saw that I won, it was so funny to me to like watch my, like you, probably no one else noticed, but like you can see my shoulders physically drop, like the exhaustion mm-hmm. sets in. It's like we were talking about that a journal and it was just like, oh, I can be myself again. Like, okay, <laughs> I don't have to like do this anymore. Like it's, yeah, it's so interesting.
0: Actually- but, yeah. Actually, you brought up something just now that I was going to ask you in a sec, but I, I'm very curious to ask about it. Uh, you said going in that you were pretty certain sure you knew who you're going to vote for, so I, I was curious. Obviously, it was a quick turnaround between your elimination and then the final tribal. Didn't have a lot of time to really process everything or even think of a question, but I was curious. Was there anything you were looking, maybe, from Mark or Dan? Specifically, that you wanted to hear from them as a jury member. Was there something anybody could have said that could have swayed you? What, what was your, what was your thought going in with that?
2: Um, I yeah, I think, and it's just so interesting now watching it, and then also in the car, away driving away from the campsite. Marcos, oh my god, I totally forgot. I found, I found that thing at the merge, and I said found the one guarantee. Thing. Like, I found the he like I found the, the I found the clue, and then I found the guarantee, and I said why didn't you say that at <laughs> and he's like I totally forgot and so and then Dan being sort of so like you know why should you win oh because I'm more fun and just kind of like not necessarily owning the choices of the decisions he was made I was if they had both sort of owned more of the the strategy because I felt like they'd obviously both played a good social game they had obviously both played You know, they were on the winning tribe. They were great at, you know, the the physical. I didn't start winning until I was on their tribe, you know. Um, So I was really wanting a little bit more of the owning the strategy and feeling that they had, they were sitting more in the driver's seat of their games rather than sort of letting the people around them make the plays. Whereas I felt Christina like actively was like, well, okay, this is not how the vote's going. So yeah, I'll vote against my alliance because like we've reached the end of the line. Um, to me was sort of a more interesting play, if that makes sense.
0: Nathan, it's so interesting because obviously we get, we hear the answers, we hear the questions, and we see the votes. But just from a viewer standpoint, it's tricky because this is such a great final three. I feel like in any world, any three of these people could have won had you know certain things happened. They all played really well. And for one, that's just really cool to see that each person just played such a solid game.
1: It This Final Tribal Council is really weird, um, but not in a bad way. Just unconventional for network show re- Final Tribal Councils and especially unconventional for live game uh, Final Tribal Councils. And specifically that, I feel like it was all very... Um, heady the answers were very heady very Mm. general very broad strokes whereas with a lot of live games and let's be honest here a lot of the jurors have bruised egos and so they ask like so um could you tell me how why i was so awesome so why you voted me off and especially with a kind of format like this where it's more open forum a lot of these come down to that so I was honestly kind of taken aback by how relatively chill
0: and uh, restrained the jury was here. I agree. I was impressed by the jury as well. You know, uh, it's you're right. These open forums can really open up to just, uh, well, tell me why you need to vote me out because I was the your biggest threat, obviously, <laughs> you know, that that can always happen. And I, I didn't get that sense. I thought the jury was tough, but fair, it, at least was the impression I got Uh Christina, as somebody who was up there getting these questions and having to answer them, what, what, what were some of the questions that stood out to you that either made you go, oh, or you were like, you had to think a second or two about?
3: Um, hard to remember. I probably should have rewatched the episode before this. Uh, <laughs> <You're good. laughs> I was, uh, um, Andrew's question, I think, threw me off a little bit, but it was also like enlightening for me, uh, just like personally. So um, one of the things that I, I said, and like one of the, like, seriously, like when I went into the game, like I wanted to be flexible Um, when I played Buffalo, um, even though like it was a good outcome for me, I was pretty rigid in like when my uh, alliances were getting votes, I would not vote against them. Like if those alliance members, if I knew they were going out, like, you know, I would still like vote incorrectly or whatever. Um, and so I wanted to, this time I wanted to just kind of like not be stuck to any particular thing and just kind of like, you know, so, okay. So this is what's happening. Okay, I'll, I'll do that too. Um, and so that I kind of thought that I did do that. Um, but um, I think Andrew kind of showed me some of the places that I didn't do that quite as much as I thought. Um, And I think it was specifically with him. And he felt, I think he felt pretty stonewalled by a lot of our interactions. Um, And I think it's just so unfortunate because we were just like on the opposite sides of what was happening. Um, And I think too, Andrew, like is, Andrew was obviously like a huge threat. um, Very good at the game. Also really good at confessionals. I really enjoyed watching his confessionals. Um, But also like, We did have a lot of guys that also valued this like masculine strong energy. Right. So, of course, they saw him as a bigger threat than Ashley, when maybe that might not quite have been true all the time. Um, So. So I don't know, I I don't I I wouldn't put that in the category of bruised egos, but I think he was certainly trying to like get through something with me, like trying to. Like sway me in a way that just wasn't strategically the right way for me to go. So his question, I I feel like I um, probably didn't answer it as good as I could have, but because it did, it did throw me a bit.
0: And it's so hard because, you know, Andrew's coming from his perspective, you know, he's, he's coming, he doesn't have the numbers, whoever, you know, worked with him to keep him going on in the game. Maybe that's, he looks like that's more flexible than other people necessarily. So it it's hard, you know, everybody's coming from their own perspective. Uh, One question also that I was curious about was Sarah's, because, you know, you mentioned earlier that you were not confident going in about Sarah's jury vote, and then she asked her question. Can you talk to us about uh, Sarah's question?
3: Yeah, yeah, so I feel like, um, oh, that actually, that, like, kind of takes me back to, I know I didn't, um, we didn't see a lot of me, but there was, um, One confessional that I gave that probably felt really out of context, um, if you didn't know the whole story, um, I was talking about like, you know, going through a hard time and now I'm ready to play the game or whatever. And like, if you knew that the night before that, I was in tears ready to quit the game, then that confessional probably would have made a little bit more sense. And I did kind of I think I got into it a little bit, but um, I almost like I almost didn't go out to play Angelica at all. Um, so I had lost my grandmother pretty soon before the game. It was like a couple weeks. I want to say it's hard to remember now the exact timing, um, but it felt very frivolous for me to like, go play this game. Um, like right after that had happened, um, in reality, like it's okay for us to do things like that. And like, I'm okay with the decision I made to do that. I made a lot of really good friends and had a great time. Um, but it felt very frivolous in that moment. And when but really what it came down to, the reason that I, I had this like breakdown of like wanting to quit, um, it was when it was time for Sarah to go. And again, like this kind of goes back to, um, I wanted to be on the right side of the numbers. And I knew that the numbers were against Sarah. Um, could those numbers have changed? Perhaps, um, but I don't think I would have been seated as well if I would have went with numbers and in the direction to keep Sarah rather than for her to go. Like I was solid with those boys, like that, why would I change that? You know what I mean? Like, like really, that was, I was in a very solid place. Um, and she, when she realized it was time for her to go, I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't lying to her. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is what's going to happen. I'm probably going to vote for you. And she, um, was uh, like super upset. Like I could tell that it, to her, it felt like it was more than a game at that moment. And it really like, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't, and and I will say too, like this is my last game for a while. I think Um, it's not fun to hurt people's feelings for me anymore. Like, and I know that's not what these games are about. Right. But also like that does happen. And unfortunately in that moment, I felt like that's what I was doing. I was hurting someone's feelings. Um, and she also like like said some things, she called me a goat, which is like just an inaccurate interpretation of the game, but also just like not a nice thing to say, right? When someone's like obviously having a hard time. So I was just like very much done um, with the game in that moment, enough so that Jason had to come out and talk with us or talk with me, I guess, specifically. Um, and. It was like the dumbest, like aha moment that he was like, well, I mean, if you leave, you're going to be on the jury. I was like, oh shit, you're right. I can't go home. So, (laughs) so I was like, all right, fine, cool. I'll stay, whatever. Like it was literally like a switch. I was like, fine, I'll stay. That's, that's right. I can't, you're right. I can't leave because all I wanted to do was like, go home and see my husband and my dog. You know what I mean? Um, so as soon as I realized that's not what was going to happen, I was like, oh, right, right. OK. All right. Well, well, let me play this game. So then <laughs> so then that's, you know, that's just kind of what what I did. I don't think that it was that much of an earthquake in the game. Really, I appreciate like I kind of like feel that as a compliment. Um, but yeah, I don't feel that it really was. I don't think it was I don't think it really affected anyone but me, to be honest. <laughs> what do you think, Ashley? What was your what was your take on
2: all that? I do, I do remember being braced for jury questions, uh, having had had many conversations with people, because a lot of people sitting on the jury were people I had been aligned with. Um, but I I think everyone but is such a big fan of the show that they respect the big move. They respect you sort of, like, stabbing them in the back because we're not playing for a million dollars out in Fiji, you know? So it's... I think people really are there because they love it so much, and they really just thrive in it. um so I will say her question was a little bit of a, of a shock um because it just was such a, a different an energy shift um, but i think I think ultimately at the end of the day, I think the only person it really wasn't earthquake for was Sarah because I think it revealed what was going on to her rather than it just sort of happening um because at that point. I remember Justin and I kind of looked at each other and I was like, earthquake, like it didn't change anything. You were, it was always going to be you girl. Like It didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was either going to, it was going to be Christina. Um, we were like, Oh my God, if she wants to leave, like let's vote her out. And then, you know, she doesn't have to quit and then we don't have to vote somebody. Um, and so when she decided to say, it was like, Oh, okay, we'll go back to plan A, which was Sarah. Um, so I think I think the question was probably coming from, as Christina mentioned, probably a place of um, maybe maybe hurt and shock. But I think uh, for the rest of us, it didn't. It certainly didn't um, change what our decisions were going to be.
3: It's so funny too. I uh, like you know you you hear of people like quitting live games from time to time, and usually like at least for me like i have never known the whole story of that and i've always been like oh my god that's so crazy it's two days come on but like, but then when you're like in that moment and like sometimes like you know sometimes things just aren't that important do you know what i mean like sometimes these games just don't feel that important um and that's that's just where i was was in that moment oh yeah i
0: mean and you're touching on a point that again it's just another of the laundry list of things that unless you do it yourself, it's just, you can't explain it to people who haven't, these are, these are real emotions and these are real mm-hmm. people doing these, you know, they're not. And, and, you know, we can only imagine what the CBS people go through in, in those situations, but just even for the live games, I mean, yeah, it seems simple on paper, but you know, you're emotionally, expen- emotionally exhausted. You're not with your close family and friends it, and real things come up in our outside lives that are in our minds, even in the game. So it's just one of those things that unless you do it, you don't know. But yeah, it, it, sometimes these games don't feel that important. You're like, man, I've got something going on at home or I don't need this kind of thing. So I, it, we've all been there, I think, at least once or twice. What What do you think, Nathan?
1: Yeah, I, a lot of it can kind of come down to just um, kind of what Christina was hitting on of is this something that I think is worth it to be hurting these people? Um, And in a lot of ways you have to weigh in your head, is it worth it to me to go forward with this game, knowing that these people I really care about are going to uh, have a lot of pain because of it. And especially if you're in a vulnerable spot, whether that be through outside circumstances or just emotionally, Uh, that becomes more complicated than you would think otherwise
0: absolutely you you hit it on the head there uh like i said and everybody comes in they want to they're going to ask the questions they want and and everybody had a different sort of question to ask i think in the final tribal, um uh i I actually really liked i was going to say i liked uh None of the, I liked all the questions, but I like Justin's a lot. It sticks out to me. I'm just Yeah,
1: Justin yeah. had the best question.
0: Yeah, he, I, he Yeah, did,
2: well, I well, they tried to get me to start, and I was like, I just, <laughs> no. And so they, they started at the other end, and then I was like, okay, cool. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And then he looks at me, and I said, okay, I'm like go ahead. And he goes, no, I have to go last. I said, what do you mean to go last? He goes, I have to go last. And I said, I don't have a question yet. And Jason's like, well, you gotta say something, and I was like, oh, okay. So he was—he had that one like in the chamber, ready to go. He was like, I have to. This has to be the last one. It's I think be it was the the, way- the big swinger.
1: Y'all were seated, and just uh, the camera angles and all of that. I didn't even see just on the jury for until he was asking his question i was seriously wondering did justin quit the jury what's going on here and then he just comes out of nowhere and delivers the best jury question i may
0: have ever heard uh do you want to go into this parker no i will but I, i i that's funny i noticed that as well because it's just where they're sitting because even when just when it was an angle shot, like I could even, I could see Ashley even, even though she's on the other end, cause I guess she was just closer to where the stage was, but I couldn't see Justin until we got that one camera angle of where Justin and Ashley were sitting. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. That's funny. Um, no, I mean, this is kind of a variation of a classic of just, you know, which, which I always like to see the question of like, um, you know, why should you win over the other person? So it it had vibes with that, but it it took it a step further of you got to say it's something specific about both opponents, you know, and try not to repeat it. He didn't say that. But, you know, if I was answering the question, I would go to that like, oh, well, I can't say the same thing for both people. Um, So that was one of the best questions I think I've ever heard. And Christina, I thought you did very well answering it. But I was I was curious. uh, How did you think you did with that question, considering it was like the big the closer of the final tribal?
3: Well, thank you for saying that I did good at it. Um, I, I, th- so. I think. I yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I like it, too. I like it a lot because I think it gives um, it like gives room to move like for the you know, for the final three. Like I, um, you know, these questions like come up and it, like as the person saying the question i'm like i have no idea like i don't know what i'm gonna say to you and then like you know as i start talking like i don't know thanks for him but mark answered first i believe and i was like oh great i can use it basically just say the opposite of what he just said (laughs) so it was like it was really helpful to like you know have the why do you think you should be uh, you know when instead of this person it's like i think he had said um like something about not playing with emotions. And I, you know, I was like, oh, well (laughs) let's turn that around. Like I didn't have anything to say, but it was, you know he, he kind of like brought up something. So I kind of was able to run with it. And I think the cool thing about that question is it gives us opportunity to do that. So yeah, I liked it too
1: objectively speaking Dan's answer is bad but it's one of those things where I can't fault him because if I was on the jury and he gave that answer I would even if I had no intention of voting for him beforehand I would consider it because it's funny (laughs) to me I find it very funny just answering because I'm more fun well and
2: that was very Dan.
1: That yeah, was, I mean,
2: he was just sort of like hanging out having a good time and so that's why I think now watching the show back and sort of really seeing him be like great they took out Tori that works for me and just like having him just like watching his confessionals I was like you little sneaky sneak. like you didn't say <laughs> any of that at final tribal and it definitely mm-hmm. puts his game in a totally different perspective but that is such a dance answer to the question
3: it is and I think too it's just like it also is like testament to how fried we were because Jan knows that he's strategic he knows that he made good strategic moves he knows that now and we all know that now but it's just so hard in that in that moment again when you're so fried um that's why I'm really glad I saved for those two crackers and had <laughs> That's such a <laughs> smart move yeah look the strategies in the crackers i'm telling you guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's it's so hard as you said like you you don't have pen and paper to write things down you come in you're trying mentally to be like okay i got to hit on this hit that 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 the checklist and then you speak and you forget half of it if not all of it y- you know you got to remember maybe i don't want to take this answer this question to this person or you know say that th- thing to that person so it's just so hard anybody who does it knows it's difficult and I, I i think people watching at home don't realize like y'all said even though it's two days you're spent and you know so that that's why there's always like i i think everybody should give a little bit of grace to finalists especially considering mm-hmm. that they're still in game mode and they don't have all the information that even the jury members have from game to chat with everybody uh, one thing that was brought up uh, at least in alyssa's question, it might have been from somebody else as well was it seemed that part of the perception of Mark and Dan was they played very similar games and were having a hard time differentiating uh the two of them ashley was would was that a perception you had of of those two in terms of their games that it was too similar
2: um i yes and no, I feel. Like, sort of, like, thinking back on it, I felt like Mark was maybe playing a slightly more aggressive game. I felt like he was more vocal about things, where Dan, I felt, was very, like, like kept his cards close to the chest. I never felt like I knew where Dan's head was at. Um, whereas Mark, I I didn't necessarily believe him. in like, when we're trying to have a final three, or that, you know, th- those kinds of things that I, I didn't necessarily – take what he said completely. Cause I, I felt like he was maybe playing a couple different options out. Um, but I felt like he was definitely playing a little bit more of an aggressive game than Dan. Um, I think similar in terms of social um, and then because they had been aligned and sort of been in the same group for so long, I could see sort of where that fell where like by the end of it, Christina in appearances had like lost her alliances whereas like those guys had been sort of working together since the beginning so i could i could see where that question comes from if you hadn't been there throughout the rest of the the game
0: nathan was there anything else from the final travel that stood out to you or that you thought was interesting
1: nothing in particular i think we covered most of what i was thinking i think um that dan and mark it was kind of interesting throughout it i don't think they realized until final tribal how much the jury perceived them as kind of uh similar in that way and i got the sense throughout that they didn't weren't prepared to differentiate
0: themselves to that extent yeah I, i i got i'm glad you brought that up i got that idea as well i don't think they were necessarily expecting that comparison to be made um i think they you know i'm not i'm not them so i'm not sure what they were expecting but i i I definitely got that vibe that considering there was at least two maybe there was more i I think there's at least two questions where it was about just you know what can separate the two of them i'm not sure they their answers were preparing to separate them two necessarily so I'm, i'm glad you brought that up um christina so we, 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 they wrap up the questions, everybody's going up, walking to go vote one at a time. How are you thinking it went?
3: Um. Well, let me just say real quick before, when we were talking about whose vote did we think we got, I can't believe I forgot that Alyssa was on the jury. I don't know how I forgot that. It was very important for me to get her vote because when I won Buffalo, she did not vote for me to win. Oh. She was, two votes. It was not for me. So it was very, I to me, I really wanted that vote and I think I got it. So that was the first thing. As soon as the game was over, I went I went straight to her and I said, did you vote for me this time? So,
1: <laughs> anyway, back heard, to your point. <laughs> you've heard of bitter jurors. You rarely get bitter winners. Uh, <laughs>
3: I wasn't bitter. I just wanted to earn her <laughs> approval.
0: <laughs> You're like, well, do it, do it again, do it again, do over. I need yeah. that. I won, but I need that vote specifically, guys. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Just show me Alyssa's. I just want to see that one. <laughs> but to answer your question. um, So how did I feel after? I that was the, um, I think like part of, so part of m- my strategy is to just think that I have it in the bag, right? I just have to have that confidence. Um, And so that was my mentality through the final tribal. I just, you know, like speak it as if it has already happened, you know, like make people believe it as much as I believe it. And then as soon as um, the votes were cast, I was like, oh shit, I might not have this. So that, to be honest, that was, that was what I thought. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I have this. Turned out I did, but that, but surely, like
0: that's what I was thinking. Well, and, and as we see in the episode, uh, we do get to see a couple of votes revealed. Uh, Tori votes for Dan. Uh, Ashley, we get to see your vote for Christina. Uh, we get to see Andrew voting for Mark. So, you know, it, it, was, it was very spread out, which is always nice to see, you know, especially when everybody plays really well. You know, you like to see everybody get a little bit of love from the jury. So that was uh, cool to see. Uh, (laughs) Nathan, I thought I thought it was funny that I I couldn't make out who Sarah actually voted for, even though we do see her write a full name and then stands up and then we still don't get to see it because it's not actually in the shot. I could you make out who Sarah voted for? Because I still couldn't.
1: Killing me. That there was one other juror who cracked me up, but Sarah's was like a comedy sketch unwittingly. <laughs> and I love that the cameraman probably sees this and knows that they can't see either time, but they're just like chuckling. <laughs> up. No, no, corrector.
2: <laughs> that
3: was one thing about this whole season. And to Kurt's credit, the funniest allergy I have ever seen. He is such a funny editor. Like if, <laughs> he really knows how to like put the comedic moments together. It was really good.
0: No, there was so much, so many funny moments because Nathan, yeah, Sarah's standing up and we can't see her vote, but it worked out with Andrew because we can't see Andrew's face at all and he's standing up, but we at least see his vote. <laughs> we don't see that with Sarah. And then the other one that was funny was uh, we see Alyssa; she's trying to decide who to vote for. She should obviously be going for Christina, but uh, she's not quite sure yet. And the <laughs> the the the, uh, the parchment flew away. So <laughs> that I don't know why, but that, that killed me. That that okay, just speaking, great of, moments.
1: speaking of votes that you find funny, but I can't really explain why. My favorite moment of this finale, my absolute favorite moment of this finale, was we just cut to the voting booth for the jury, and immediately Ayla's in full like Drake and Josh interview mode where she's like, I know what you're <laughs> thinking what's my head headset with this uh, final tribal council? And then she just breaks down everyone's game in this like floral outfit. It just felt very Nickelodeon to me and it was cracking me up.
3: Another great um, thing about Ayla is that she wore her pajamas the rest of that day and it was like a <laughs> cute little matching set. It was like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> We're
2: dirty. And then she's there in her like little matching pajama set. Like... I know. Dang, she's got a good over there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, we were robbed of getting to see uh, who who voted Mr. Mark because uh, we it wasn't Andrew. Then you know, I Jason kills me. He he's so funny when he reads these votes because I remember last season somebody I don't remember who voted uh, Mike the cameraman on the back. So J- Jason, of course, reads that, and then this time he reads Mr. Mark. On the vote, and it's just—I it, think it that failed. was
2: Sarah.
0: Okay, I, I believe that was
2: Sarah.
0: Oh, Wait, the elusive th- Sarah no. vote. Okay, thank you.
1: I just totally realized we we forgot about the Heckler midway through final tribal council. Oh
0: yeah, there was a Heckler. That dude who
1: just drove by. Is like, hope you all survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was
0: yeah so that was nice. when we. He had, and had what me
3: was to the
2: bathroom when we first got there. <laughs> so I showed up, and I was like, I really have to pee. And so I walk over to this cabin, like, oh, it's pretty far. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, want a lift? And I said, oh, okay. So he put me in this little, like, ATV and, like, took me on a journey to find the bathroom.
3: So I didn't know this. Like, you know,
2: yeah, final, final circle.
3: <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Put that I'm guy glad they, next season we need this. Yes, <laughs> and I'm glad they kept it in the edit. And of course, it was when it was uh, Ashley's turn, and she's trying to ask. And the first time we see Justin, and it, <laughs> we just stopped, uh, uh dead in our tracks to uh, hear what's going on. So I, I loved it. it. I love the quirkiness of Survivor because editing. It's it's so much fun mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Agree.
0: Well, Nathan, we we get to the votes and. You know, we uh, we read the vote for Christina, the vote for Mark, the vote for Dan, another vote for Mark, and then all the rest for Christina. By a vote of four to two to one, Christina, you, you're crowned the winner, Survivor Angelica. Again, once again, congratulations to you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I'm impressed that Parker had the full number there, considering Sarah's is still a mystery as far as we're
0: aware. I didn't know who voted who. I just, I, I just (laughs) reading the votes. I can count. You know, I can't do puzzles. I can't do dominoes, but I think I can count.
3: (laughs) Well, it's funny you say that because I actually didn't know what the how they shook out because obviously in that moment I couldn't count. So <laughs> i glad, glad to know. So what what was it, it was four to one? I
0: believe it was a f- seven jurors and it was a four to two to one because uh, Mark okay. Dan got a vote and Mark got two. And I believe you got uh, the rest, which would be four.
1: Okay. Christina, you played a good game, but Tori, he's just too loyal to Dan and the gangsters, so, you know sure, I get it I get it
2: <laughs> I guess I, I would be
3: too if I was a gangster, but, you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> We were not invited to that club, so
3: Yeah, we were not, we were left out of that So,
0: listen what? Listen, He had to be loyal to Dan Once, once a gangster, always a member of Dan the Gangsters <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nathan, was there anything uh, real quick from this specific finale episode before we get into, like, the season as a whole?
1: I did want to ask Christina, uh, how does this whole experience with Angelica, you said you've played other live games, how did this compare overall, would you say?
3: Honestly, this, um, this was probably my favorite experience, uh, truly. I'm, and I'm not just saying that because I know Jason's listening. But... Um, it, <laughs> Well, and, and honestly, like I know that a lot of that is because I was on a winning tribe and we got the opportunity to sit around and get to know each other. I think that made a huge difference. That made it a lot more fun. Like we actually just kind of got to hang out and enjoy ourselves. Um, but the just the atmosphere of the crew, like you could tell that they were like, you know, this was like their weekend away to like hang out with one another. And like, you know, people were like. Um, not uptight about anything. Like, I think, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this in a confessional or not, but, you know, like some live games, people won't tell you what time it is. Like, you uh, speak to production and they pretend like they can't hear you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> which is fine, no shade, like do your thing. But Angelica is a lot more fun. It's, it was just like a really enjoyable atmosphere. And the, the challenges too, like, um, for, especially for like a, a weekend game, the challenges were so good. Like I really enjoyed them and the puzzles were like complex and like professional. Like I was super impressed with all that. And like you said, the fire making station, like that was, that was like CBS grade legit. Like it was, yeah, it was really
0: cool. Well, I thought that uh, overall this was a great season. I really enjoyed just following it week to week and getting to podcast about it. I, you know, I, I, I've only recently started getting to Follow Angelica, you know, I know it's been around for a long time, but you know, Nathan and I, we've only been following since the YouTube uh, episodes came out, but I've, I've had a blast game to watch. Uh, I, I echo everything you just said, Christina, you can just tell the crew has a great time. They really care about the players. The challenges are a lot of fun to watch. The editing of the episodes is a lot of fun. I, I think this season and last season was great. I think this season was even better. I think there was improvements and it was so much fun to watch. What do you think, Nathan? Well, I think a key difference is last season didn't have any dodgeball,
1: and this season did, so that's one huge step up automatically. That's fair. Uh, One big element that, at least for me, uh, really elevated the watch of this season was I really enjoyed speaking with all the alumni and production. I feel like it added a whole new layer to it, and something I kind of regret last year that we didn't uh, have more alumni on. So y'all uh the players were all fantastic to speak to and added a whole uh new dimension to watching it
0: yes truly i i want to thank every every, uh alumni and production member for joining us uh throughout these podcasts it answered questions we have but more than anything it just was fun to get to see you guys interact and tell stories and tell us behind the scenes information again to talk more about your game I, i elevated i think not only just the experience of a viewer but just as a fan getting to listen to all that i had a ton of fun with everybody who came on so i want to thank everybody again for coming on and joining us uh doing these podcasts with us um but that that's all that i have uh christina ashley i wanted to ask was there anything else you guys wanted to say about your experience or the season as a whole uh while we have you here
2: I was just gonna say, uh, this is, I, like I said, this was my first time, uh, and I definitely feel like I got spoiled. Um, everyone was was just so wonderful. I had so much fun. And thank you for giving us a platform to sort of get to um, go into more detail, because I know my friends and family are sure sick of hearing about it. So um, to be able to talk strategy and talk gameplay with people who are interested in hearing about that is is really fun. Um, and it's been said a couple times that we had quite a, <laughs> quite a cast of characters. And I know Kurt is assembling a um, sort of like a B-reel um, of all the silliness, the shenanigans and the, the crazy, crazy comments, sounds, laughs. Uh, I'm sure Ray will be heavily featured. Um, <laughs> and I'm very excited to see the, the silliness that ensued that weekend.
3: Yeah, I'm excited for that too. Yeah, I mean, I kind of already said, you know, my praise for Angelica, but yeah, the cast was was so much fun. I mean, there, you know, everybody was like, was nice and respectful and kind and played hard. And like, that's all I could ever ask for in like, you know, castmates or whatever, so.
1: Uh, I do want to ask before we sign out, um, we got to do the token Narnia question. Uh, Christina, you kind of hit on it earlier, but are you retired from live games or are you still open to playing future live games?
3: I think I'm good for now. I think I'm good for now. Um, I do, however, really enjoy the production side of it. Um, Uh, I think that it's so much fun. Um, I did um, a production on Survivor Philly, um oh, fun. whenever we did that, maybe last, that's how I how I knew Dave and Chrissy. Um when they played, I did production. Um but for now I'm good. How about you, a,
1: Ashley?
3: I have like a 50-50 record, so <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> leave it at that. You don't
2: want to you don't want to tilt, yeah, don't tilt the, the scales. Um oh I have absolutely been bitten by the bug. I, I've been doing you know escape rooms for years. I used to have a little club back home. We go once a month because just like the adrenaline and it's so much fun to, I don't know, throw yourself into a situation where you have no idea what's going to happen. And yeah, I would love, I would love to do more. I would love to continue to try and push myself because not getting to eat and like sleeping. We were still in a cabin. um, So I would love to even try and push myself to do more like rugged, rural sort of Stuff so, and I keep getting <laughs> encouraged to actually submit. So for for CBS, so I don't know. Time will tell. I could spend a month in Fiji. Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I could also spend a month in Fiji. I don't know if I need the survivor part, but yeah, I, I yeah, exactly I right. <laughs> go
2: get eliminated, get the vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I, I can I go for for CBS. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well. I want to thank everybody who uh, followed not only this podcast, but any other podcast this season. Thank you so much to everybody who tuned in. This was a ton of fun. Uh, Make sure to continue following live reality games. We're covering plenty of great shows and still some shows coming out the summer. Summer's right around the corner, everybody. So there's going to be quite a few more coming, uh, coming out very soon. So very excited to follow along with that. Uh, but, yeah, this was a great season. Thank you, everybody, once again for tuning in. And we'll, and hopefully we will be back next season. <laughs> All
2: right.